It's time for Day 1 HR Tea Time. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 3 of Day 1 HR Tea Time. Um, We're so glad to have you back. Today we're actually going to be talking about learning and upskilling in HR. So if you've listened to the previous um, podcast, we've been talking about HR, HR tech, HR transformation, our journey, our experiences, some funny stories along the way. Um, And we really want to dive into in this episode more about, um, you know, what we've learned, where we've learned it, and how we're upskilling and and how everyone can upskill in the HR um, sector. So I don't know, Yogina, if I can start, because I have been thinking about this story all night, because basically when I was thinking about learning and upskilling in HR, when I first came into HR, it was very stereotypical that you came in, you did a HR administrator assistant generalist role and then basically you were seen to go to the next step of the generalist Uh so like the advisor and then the manager and so on well I kind of didn't do that and I don't think a lot of people really understood why and basically I started out in a really small e-commerce startup just basically doing anything HR and payroll just anything to help the business that was growing like a crazy pace um and when I finished there I actually went into a specialist role and I specialized in payroll and benefits and everyone was just a bit like why would you so early in your career go from a generalist junior role to like a payroll and benefits role but I secretly love payroll. Not a lot of people say that, <laughs> yeah. but I, see, I secretly do. But the thing is, is that I learned so much in payroll and benefits. And it literally set me up for life in terms of my career. Because, because payroll is always sort of the, the end of the monthly cycle. It's like the end of the employment cycle to an extent. Um, you really kind of see everything. You understand, you know, what's going on with every employee, um, you know, their time in attendance, their, you know, if they're getting bonuses for performance, like all of these things, you know everything about that employee. And I remember being able to memorize people's not just names, but like their employee numbers, their salaries, because I was looking at the data all Uh day day. and after that I went back into a generalist HR role but I just want to say that you know you don't always have to be in the HR generalist role you can specialize anytime and you will benefit from from a learning perspective because anytime anyone asks me now do you know much about payroll I'm like yeah I know quite a lot about payroll actually because that was where you know, my early days, I picked up so much knowledge. But yeah, I just wanted to share that story because I feel like, you know, we're kind of told in terms of our career progression, oh, you need to do this before you can move on to this level. And you need to do this, you need to do this. 
well, actually, everyone's journey is completely different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I do agree with that. Um, my story is kind of similar where my whole journey in HR has always been like jack of all. You know, you do um, the onboarding, you do the interview, then you do the salary reviews, you send out the payroll information to finance. Whenever people need to talk to you, you are always there as a mentor, a guide and a friend. And um, literally everything, as I mentioned, in and out of HR was everything that I was doing. But when I do also look into uh, my uh, role as HR, um, then I, I can see that, you know, I was leading the technology part of HR for the company for pretty long. And it, it has always been like the unofficial system, HR system owner role that I had, but it was never specified. Um, mm-hmm. you know, in, even in terms of like training people on the new tools or training people on the processes, like literally just doing like everything, but you were not never given a specialized role. And um, something that I've struggled with at times is like, you know, I'm doing each bit and pieces of HR, but um, how do I grow myself into something more bigger or better? Or, or what do I want to do was always a question because was I specialized in anything? No. Mm-hmm. Um, my study was also like MBA, but it was not very focused with HR. Uh, so no specialization in HR in there. My work was like all over the place within HR, uh, even being a part of the leadership team, the management team at the company. So, you know, when, when you want to like uh, have understood the ins and outs of HR and you want to specialize, then what's the answer that there isn't one. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it's up on you to identify what you'd like doing the most. Where do you want to see yourself and and do it? Just this just kind of like feels a bit weird um, at times when because like your growth in HR uh, depends on what you specialize into. Or uh, if you're a generalist, you will always be a generalist. You could go to a manager level, but then uh, there's just a limitation of like how much you could grow within HR. Mm-mm. And the funny thing is, as you kind of touched on there about when people ask, you know, how do I develop and grow my HR career? You know, and, and, and people weigh up, you know, being a HR generalist versus a HR specialist. Ultimately, my advice is always the same. It's get exposure to as much as you can. So that's not just within the the HR field. You know, you want to get exposure to different HR specialisms, but that's get exposure to different companies, you know, different sized companies, Mm -hmm. different located companies. Are they global companies, local companies? Get exposure to different industries. You know, working within an oil and gas company compared to uh, a tech startup, it's very different. Um, The culture is different. Um, so, you know, I just say to people kind of work with different companies, you know, move around throughout your career. Um, you know, if you're at a big company right now, look at secondments, you know, I, I did that when, when I was at Amazon, I worked within the, the launch team for Amazon Logistics, but after a year of that, I moved over to a European role, setting up the EMEA HR shared service. And that was completely different. Um, and I got to meet so many different people. I got to learn more about local legislation on the continent, you know, and I just say to people, 
grab opportunities where you see them kind of talk to your manager talk to your hr director chief people officer whoever it is and find out about what's coming down the the pipeline what's on the roadmap that you can kind of get involved in because the hr generalist piece is amazing but i mean i'm a personal hr projects lover so if you if 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 your company's doing a hr project soon ask to be involved um because you will you will gain so much from it and it will show you which which parts of hr you love and which parts of hr you can kind of you know take or leave uh-huh yeah i agree um but i do also see a challenge in that like you know most of the time like specifically with my career i started uh, hr in a startup where you don't have as broad um, function of HR like in a developed uh, or like a very huge corporate uh, company. So yeah. at that time, it's very difficult for people to identify like even what the different scopes of HR are and where, where they can go and land in. At, mm-hmm. at that time, like it, it gets really, really difficult uh, to get that, you know, on the job, on hands experience of, okay, um, I've been a journalist for long enough. Uh, can I go and find uh, something else now? Or can I go and uh, try, talk to my manager and see like if I can move from a generous role to um, performance management uh, specialization or or just become a business partner overall kind of a thing. You know, it's, it's, it's at times a bit difficult. But uh, thanks to the world of the internet that there's a lot of tools and a lot of sites where we could learn, get membership and, you know, learn the basic theories of it and then start implementing it our work a bit by bit, you know, where you are not just even thinking about your own growth, but then you're also um, helping the company decide which path that they want to take um their HR team to or, you know, help company understand what, what they want to do and things as such. Um, and also like um, people might say like with, you know, uh, HR, it's just like, you deal with paper, uh, you just talk to people, that is it. But but that's not all. There's a lot of, you know, different uh, functions to it where you could specialize in a, in a particular field. Like uh, for simply, it could be like uh, employee engagement specialist where you understand the psychology behind why people work, uh, how to make them motivated, or it could be uh, a compensation specialist where you design uh, ways of like how a company compensates its employees or what, what kind of benefits that they give. So mm-hmm. um, I would say like, there's always an opportunity where you go into a company, you could um, look into like what you can learn or if there's uh, a way that you can deviate from what you were originally hired for and move on to a separate role after you have done a year, year and a half. Uh, but then also there are a lot of different learning tools that you can use to uh, build your knowledge. Um, just something that really reminded me when you were talking about, you know, uh, looking for another roles and stuff is like a lot of time people do talk about this is not related to our our podcast but just just wanted to point out that you know if people switch their jobs a lot within a year or year and a half there's always like okay this person is an opportunity seeker you know they wouldn't given much kind of a thing and I think that's it's a point where we need to challenge that concept and you know like um, show people that growth is important um, and uh, be acceptable of uh, them want to who want to move forward in their careers and support it that way. 
Yeah, and it really feeds into the growth mindset, doesn't it? And I, and I've been part of organizations where they have supported me in that development. You know, they have paid for me to do courses, either in-person courses or online courses. Um, and I've been a part of organizations where Uh, they haven't it's not been something that they've been able to do they're a small organization so I've kind of set myself my own goal in learning a particular area where I want to focus on and that doesn't stop um, I mm. think people think that you know once you've done so many years you're like oh yeah I don't need to learn anymore like I've learned all the stuff I'm supposed to learn well newsflash you, you're learning all the time um yeah. And even, you know, two weeks ago, I saw a really good course online. Um, it was a people analytics course. And I just thought, oh, God, that looks so good. Um, I'd love to have a refresher on people analytics. Um, and that's a course I actually have signed up to do over the autumn and winter. And, and, and it's not, you know, about going out and saying, you know, I don't know anything about this. I need to learn this. When you get further on in your career, it's like, you know, you do know you know I do know about people analytics and I run you know HR metric dashboards but everything is changing all the time everything's improving and HR technology is part of that and if you if you know if people like me don't keep up I can't give the right advice to my clients and and and, and to students to say you know this is what this is what the latest trend is in, in people analytics and things like that so you know to continuously learn and upskill is important no matter what point of your career um you're you're on if you can't identify any gaps um I do recommend working with a with a mentor or a coach I mean I work with a coach um on the platform better up um which is an excellent employee platform um that people can talk to coaches for for different things for for, for health and well-being mental fitness but also business development things like that and i think that that's you know amazing for identifying you know the route that you may want to go down in terms of your behavioral learning but also is upskilling as well um So I really want to flag that because I think, you know, when I started out, it was kind of like, oh, you know, in the first five to 10 years, you need to learn all of this. You need to be CIPD qualified. You need to be SHRM qualified. You need to do all these things. It was like tick box. Uh -huh, um, yeah. and, and a part of that, you know, it is good to be, you know, chartered and things like that. But but also if you've got gaps in your knowledge and and, and, and you're interested, you can go out and learn through you know, platforms. Um, that's that's the great thing about having cloud-based platforms, applications on your phone, everything. It's just like you you can learn something relatively quickly. Um and and for low cost. Yeah. Yeah, definitely there's a lot of avenues that people could utilize. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's also like um something that people I think do not understand about HR is that It's a balance between being an HR is a balance between people management and data, right? You 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 brought up the point about doing people analytics. A lot of time people do not understand it and they'd be like, uh, if I'm good with people, that's all that I need in HR. That's a very good point that you're good with people. You understand you have your emotional intelligence quotient high, but then at the same time, you need data so that whenever you're making an information, uh, um, 
any kind of decision. It's like an informed decision rather than you're just trying to work on a hunch or you're just trying to work um work it out based on your gut. So a good balance between like, you know, where um you think about people, think about what good what is good for them, but then at the same time also um taking all of these data points into consideration. Uh, you know, a lot of courses are there that can help you build an emotional quotient plus also help you um be someone who could uh work on the data points, analyze it and and get a result uh at the same time. And also like when um I personally do feel that when you are in HR, just learning about HR isn't sufficient for you to be successful in HR because when people come and talk to you about a guy from finance and comes and talks to you about, oh, you know, our accounts is kind of messed up. You know, there's a lot of uh, issues in there. Um, I might be nodding my head, but then if I do not understand what goes in and comes out of the finance department, I'm not actually actively listening because I'll not be able to uh, understand uh, what the problem is. So I do personally do feel that, you know, HRs do need to understand different aspects of business. That may be sales, that may be marketing. I'm not saying be an expert in everything, but have a basic understanding of what happens in that function uh, mm-hmm. and how that function works. What are the new things that's coming in, into uh, these functions? Like in marketing, uh, what is the new trend that's going on? Is there a new platform that people could use to enhance their marketing campaigns and things as such? So that, you know, um, you being an HR, you're actually being a valued business partner uh, to the company rather than just uh, being someone who's doing um the administrative tax and stuff. So, uh, in so, not just looking at like HR kind HR side of the business, also learning about all these other functions and uh, new ventures is quite important for in HR to be up to date about what's going on, what's the new trend is, and how uh, company and business can profit out of it. Mm. And I definitely think the business acronym piece is key if you want to get into business partnering roles, strategic roles, um, and things like that. Um, But this really all depends about where you want to take your career. Because at the end of the day, it's your career. You don't need to follow this kind of linear path of working your way through the roles. You can do whatever you want. And and the, the, the misunderstanding I found, and this is kind of a funny story, I was in a room with um, a CEO of a of a of a tech startup um, that was going through quite a big acquisition at the time, um, and I remember him saying to me, um, he was talking about um, the development of the company and where he wanted the HR team to go, and he kind of said to me in passing, you know, you know, you you'd make a a great chief people officer one day. Um, kind of saying, you know, I'm I'm not quite there yet, and that's where I should aspire to be. Um, and I just turned around and went, actually, I don't want to be a chief people officer. And he just looked really shocked. And I just said, I don't. Um, I don't think it's the role for me. Um, I don't think I'm meant to be in in that type of role. It's too generalist. Um. And I want to be in projects. I want to specialize. I want to. I want to do transformation pieces that I can actually lead um, and, and be a program manager within that. Um, and he sort of was just really taken aback. And I think the expectation is is that everyone wants to follow the same path mm-hmm. to the same role 
to the seat at the table. Um, and I've had seats at the table. I mean, it, it's great to a point, but it's just not for me. Um, and, and having that reflective kind of moment for yourself to say, actually, that's not where I want to be. I think that's where, you know, everyone expects me to be. But actually, I kind of get a lot more fun about, you know, doing this kind of work within uh-huh. me. Um, and, and understanding that early on um, it is the best thing you can do. And that's where this exposure piece comes in, you know, doing courses, getting a mentor, looking out for, for secondments projects, talking to your manager, things like that, that you can do to understand where you want your journey to go, you know? Yeah, I understand that. It's just not like not everyone who goes into the role of HR wants to become a chief people officer, mm. but not all the engineers that uh, go into computer engineering always want to end up being a engineering manager. They might just mm. want to stick with their uh, technical uh, career path. So it's like mm-hmm. understanding what different options are and what you want to do is, is very important. Even if like you have chosen a career path for yourself, finding out that specialization is very important. And um, something that has helped me in my career is having these mentors who can explain to you about okay so what you're doing right now is this but then there are these various options right and you could learn about these options from uh, this thing or uh, you can ask me about it and you know just telling them that you know this is not the limited uh, thing in HR there's a lot more of exposure that you can go and get and receive um, mm-hmm. and getting that information and having these mentors help you uh, understand uh, and learn is um learn and make a decision is something that I have really found very critical for my own career path. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just someone who who's not there just to answer your questions, but who questions you so that you get a clarity of what you want to do. So mm-hmm. well, the level of mentorship and coaching is just very crucially important. And mm-hmm. that is the reason why uh, at even at Day One HR, we have started uh, Day One HR coaching sessions where mm-hmm. we give advice or I wouldn't say advice, but where we uh, show people the different paths uh, that people uh, who want to do something in HR transformation or HR technology can take and just share our experience because mm. it's all about learning and growing together of where we want to go. Uh, if I just keep my knowledge with myself, it it dies with me. But then if I share it, there's my knowledge that's going and building and helping people out. And it was just mm. like going on with the life of the world. Yeah, absolutely. And and with day one HR coaching, we'll leave the um we'll leave the link in the description. Um, really, this is about identifying, you know, how we can help you as an individual, but also how can we help you within as in a business owner, someone working within an organization, and trying to navigate your career, but also your objectives and your goals as well. Um. And I feel like, you know, it, it it's reaching out for that help and support is really key um, in terms of getting to where you want to be and getting there quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that you'll then be able to see, you know, how to navigate 
out of some of the weeds sometimes when you're you're getting frustrated and you want to get somewhere but you're not getting there um and talking that through with with someone else um i think that's key and then the other thing to mention you know we've been talking about courses we also have day one hr courses um and we're launching a new course this week which is our hr tech selection course and next month we'll be we'll be launching our hr tech implementation project management course um so if those are areas you want to learn more about then um we'll leave that link in the description as well um but definitely encouraging people to go out and find the right um course for them the next learning avenue for them because learning is just a continuous process and and we all have to go through that um no matter you know what level uh we're at within within a business or 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 what whatever you know timeline we've been on in terms of our career yeah isn't it a beautiful thing where like uh we design courses based on what we specialize on similarly there are a lot of other people and companies who specialize on different aspects of hr and they do build these courses where people can just go and uh learn about it or understand about these things and you know help them um make a decision about uh where they want their careers to grow so mm-hmm. go ahead check out uh what uh, you are interested in even if you're not you're not sure what you're interested in right now you could have like some basic courses that you can take and understand what are the different uh, platforms that's available what are the different functions that's available and how you can grow yourself into that yeah and also to say if you're quite early on in your career and you don't know anything about HR technology and I know we've been talking a lot about HR technology in the last couple of podcasts we do have the introduction to HR technology course um, which is a really good starting off point for those who really don't know a lot about HR tech Um, it really can kind of set you up um, for moving forward in your career as well so definitely definitely check out that um but yeah i think you know in terms of learning and upskilling in hr um hr is changing all the time um mm-hmm. what hr was like in the 90s what it was like before covid hit what it's going to be like by 2030 i mean there is so many articles online about how technology ai machine learning all of these different things that are are coming more and more mainstream are going to change the dynamics of the of the department we're going to have you know they're saying by 2030 we'll have totally different um titles within hr um the the organizational structure of hr teams could be completely different so just kind of keeping exposure to that um you know reading online reading blogs we have we have a blog page reading other people's blogs or or even on linkedin some of the posts that people the content people put on there is super interesting um just keeping yourself in the know is like a great place to start if you don't have the capacity to you know start with a course right now and that's something for maybe next year um but definitely keeping yourself in the loop finding out what's going on in the market, talking to people, joining communities, that will set you up for success. Yeah. 
Definitely. There are like a lot of LinkedIn HR groups that you can join based on whether you just want to join a general HR group or if you want to join a specialized HR group on benefits or tech or uh, employee engagement. There's always that uh, available and a lot of different websites where you could learn about what's going in HR, what's coming in um, and even learning the basics of HR and stuff as such. So just just it's about uh, you initiating what you want to do and how you want to keep yourself growing. Mm hmm. Absolutely. And I think we'll have to leave it there. We could probably talk about this area for ages because we have done so much this work this year on, you know, initiating day one HR coaching and day one HR courses, that this has become a real kind of, uh, you know, big, big initiative for mm. us. So um, if you do want to continue the conversation, um, look up and myself or Yogina on LinkedIn, we'll leave the link in the description as well. A DM us for a chat. Um, we always love to talk. Um, but besides that, I think we'll leave it there and we will catch up on the next one. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you. Bye.